This is 3 News Daily. Hello everyone, welcome back to 3 News Daily on this Tuesday, April 11th. I'm Stephanie Haney, here with your top stories. And we start today in Summit County, where the man suspected of murdering three men has been indicted on several charges. To name a few of those, 58-year-old Elias Gudino is charged with six counts of aggravated murder, three counts of murder, and four counts of kidnapping. This is tied to March 10th, when police in Copley and Akron found three bodies bound and gagged in two different locations. A fourth victim was also bound and gagged, but survived. We have the full details on what led to these charges up on WKYC.com. Now in Carroll County, three people have died in a crash on State Route 542 in Monroe Township. The crash happened at around 4.50 p.m. yesterday. Highway Patrol says a Ford truck veered into the wrong side of the road and hit a Honda van. Both of those vehicles then went off the road and into a ditch. Officials say three people in the Honda died, including a 16-year-old boy. Police say two others were hurt in the crash, but didn't report any details on those injuries. Now this afternoon, we're getting a look at new video showing more of what happened during a police shooting involving a teenager in Solon near an elementary school last week. Our Bree Buckley has the dramatic footage and tells us what's next in this investigation. Solon police say the incident last Thursday morning around 1030 started as an attempted traffic stop. That blue Honda minivan taking off, swerving through traffic, was allegedly stolen during a carjacking in Cleveland two days prior. Police say they were alerted by a license plate reader. The chase continues for a few miles before the driver crashes the minivan into another car near Roxbury Elementary. And that's when he takes off. We're stopped, we're stopped, we're stopped. This view from that same officer's body cam. Here's the gun! Drop the gun! Drop the gun! Drop the gun! Officer Brian Buto firing multiple rounds at the 16-year-old as he runs away. Shots fire, shots fire, run, we're in southbound, southbound, through yards. He chases after the teen through yards. Drop the gun! Drop the gun! After a few more moments, police say the teen listens, dropping the gun in the grass. All right, give me the air. You drop the gun. I have him down. Police approach him and ask if he's been shot. Are you hit? No, sir. You're not injured? No, sir. Then they go up to him, put him in handcuffs, and check to see if he's injured. I got to check to see if you're hit, okay? Any more weapons on you? No, sir. I'm going to move you around. It's going to hurt me, but i got to make sure you're not hit, okay? Cutting off his coat and shirt. Are you feeling pain anywhere? His face here blurred since he's a minor. Police showing this freeze frame in the video, saying the suspect is holding a handgun with an extended magazine with one bullet in the chamber and 21 extra bullets. Police say it's not clear if the teen fired the weapon or not. Roxbury Elementary was on lockdown briefly following the incident. Police say the driver and passenger of the car the teen crashed into had minor injuries. That is certainly quite the video, and Solon police say they won't comment on it until their investigations are finished. The Cuyahoga County Sheriff's Office is investigating the shooting, and Solon PD say they're investigating as well as it relates to their policies and procedures. The officer involved is on paid leave, and the teen was taken to the Cuyahoga County Juvenile Detention Center. Now, in Akron, grand jury proceedings begin today in the case of the police killing of Jalen Walker. There were demonstrations in Akron last night demanding justice for Jalen. 
Akron officials have put up heavy fencing and concrete barriers in certain areas, while businesses have started boarding up their windows. The chief of police says it's not that he's expecting trouble, but they want to be prepared for anything after what happened last year following Jalen's death. While we cannot know what the grand jury will decide, the Akron Police Department will be prepared in the event protests occur in the city. Now, the city of Akron has also relaunched a critical information website to give updates to residents throughout the case. That website is akronupdate.com. Now, in Willowick, a police officer is in the hospital this afternoon after his car was hit by a suspect in a head-on crash. Officials say at around 3.30 this morning, Flock camera systems alerted them that there was a stolen car along the Willowick and Eastlake border. When police caught up with the suspect, they took off at high speed and crashed into the police cruiser head on. The driver and passenger of the stolen car were taken to the hospital. We don't know their condition, but Willowick police say the officer is currently in stable condition. Turning to East Palestine now, just last night, a truck hauling off about 40,000 pounds of toxic soil from the train derailment site crashed, spilling about 20,000 pounds of contaminated dirt onto State Route 165 in East Palestine. The semi-truck went off the road and flipped on its side. Right now, the Ohio EPA says there is no threat to public health. Meanwhile, Attorney General Dave Yost is pursuing a restraining order against the owner of Ohio Clean Water Fund, accused of stealing thousands of dollars in donations that were meant to support East Palestine after the derailment. Yost claims the creator falsely identified his company as a nonprofit working with the Second Harvest Food Bank of the Mahoning Valley. Representatives from Second Harvest say they never authorized a partnership with the group. Now coming up tonight, the West Geauga School Board will hold a special meeting starting at 7 p.m. This is after 18-year-old student Brandon Morissette was arrested, accused of taking a loaded handgun to the high school last week with a plan to attack several students. At this time, we don't have details on what will be discussed during the meeting, but we do plan on having a crew there to keep you updated as that meeting gets underway. Now here in Cleveland, BioEnterprise, the incubator of biomedical business in our city, is shutting down and handing operations and assets over to Case Western Reserve University, Cleveland Clinic Foundation, and University Hospitals. This comes after the company was forced to pay $127,000 back to the county that it obtained in a billing and spending scandal. Case is set to take over the incubator facility on Cedar Avenue. All right, today, April 11th, is National Pet Day. You might recognize that little buddy right there. You know, if you're a pet owner, too, you're celebrating your animals every day. Well, my pup, Mr. Oscar Wilde McCool, is going to get some extra hugs today. And he deserves them because he recently finished a two-week doggy boot camp at the Shaker Hound Academy. So, was our Operation Oscar a success? Let's find out in part two. The last time we saw Oscar Wilde McCool, we were about to embark on Operation Oscar. He's not giving you a hard time, he's having a hard time. Oscar and all the other dogs. So we set him up with two weeks of boarding and training with Chris Ramsey, the owner of Shaker Hound Academy in Shaker Heights. There you go, buddy. I had a long wish list for Chris, hoping my sweet little buddy would return home to me. Not a different dog, but a lot more refined. Okay. Usually we have issues with a dog. It's not solved in two weeks, but we can polish those corners down and give you the tools as the owner to start finishing, you know, to bring him around third base. Oscar, load up. 
Yes. Oh, perfect. Chris certainly did a lot of polishing with 14 full days of training between the ears. His style of training that focuses on rewarding good behavior with treats. Oh, Oscar, come on out. And interrupting, let's call them undesirable decisions. You can mold and fix and, and create new behaviors with food and rewards and people and toys. You could do so many things I never thought possible until I learned this system. Come on up. It seemed like it was working for Chris, but I was skeptical about what would happen when Oscar the Wild Man finally came back home. And everybody has different expectations of what they want with their dog. To me, our, our baseline stuff is like not jumping on people, does not bark at anything that moves. You know, there's things that are like, this is something we have to do. Oscar, go ahead. So how did Operation Oscar go? Yes. Let's take a look. Moment of truth. Eating toilet yes. paper. Toilet paper might be safe. <laughs> Climbing on coffee tables. Yes. Good boy. Jumping up on everyone who comes through the door. Yeah. And dragging me down the street while trying to chase every car. And a car. Holy cow. What is the biggest mistake that you see people make when they're trying to train a dog? Uh, I would say two things. One, their timing's off and their consistency is terrible. If you're consistent over, let's say, two, three weeks on any given behavior, and you're consistent with rewarding for all the stuff that you like and doing other stuff for the stuff that you don't like, they start to get it. It doesn't happen in 20 minutes, but in 20 days, you can have a serious impact on the dog. We've still got a ways to go, but from where we started, things are definitely looking up. What grade would you give him? So for him, if I do my job right, he gets an A. When he starts failing and I give him Fs, I'm not giving him Fs, I'm giving myself an F because I put him in too hard of a situation. As time goes on, Chris tells me Oscar will learn to Oscar, make go good ahead. decisions in harder scenarios, and that sounds like a successful Wait. mission to me. It's a good boy. This is Stephanie Haney holding Oscar's leash with a much looser grip for 3 News. I will tell you what, the car situation has gotten leaps and bounds better, and that's an ironic phrase to use because he's not leaping and bounding after the cars anymore, which is a huge, huge success. You know, we're still working on some of the other things, but as Chris said there, it is a marathon, not a sprint for sure, and very happy with the progress that we've got overall and very much looking forward to him doing better and better in those more difficult situations because Oscar is very enthusiastic about life. Now you can learn more about the type of training that Oscar underwent in our Ready Pet Go section on WKYC.com. Now in honor of today being National Pet Day, look at these sweet buddies. We want to see your pet pictures, so send us your furry, scaly, even spiky, your feathered friends on the WKYC Facebook page or in our What's New Facebook group, and we'll show them off during What's New at 4 o'clock. Look at all those cuties. And speaking of pets, we are now just two days away from our annual Forget Me Not Telethon, and that kicks off this Thursday, April 13th. 3 News is a proud partner with the Animal Protective League, and we're helping them raise money. So Carmen Blackwell shares with us now how you can help. This is Quentin. Unfortunately, as wonderful as he looks now, he didn't come to us that way. A young, sweet pit bull mix now awaiting a forever home. Uh, he came to us when our Humane Investigations team got a call about two dogs that were living outside and not getting great care. And giving great care comes with a price, one that wouldn't be possible without support. 
we don't get government funding, so to have the community support us with donations is how we're able to do the work that we do. The Cleveland APL currently cares for more than 400 animals. The nonprofit solely depends on charitable donations. The Forget Me Not Telethon helps to raise more funding to continue special care for hundreds of animals just like Quentin. Because of donations to the community that we have a humane investigations team that goes out and investigates these reports of cruelty and neglect. And and help to find their forever homes. Because while the need never seems to end, every donation helps the thousands of animals that will come through APL's doors, giving these animals a second chance. We don't want anybody to think that maybe they don't have enough to give, so it's not worth calling. A couple of dollars will help us vaccinate an animal. Every little bit helps. Now, last year we exceeded our goal of $100,000, so this year we're hoping to set a new record. The Forget Me Not Telethon kicks off this Thursday, April 13th. That's at 5 a.m. on go, and we're going to have live updates from the APL all day long on that fundraising. We'll share the final number Thursday on Front Row at 7 o'clock. And you can donate now, by the way. If you want to do that, go to clevelandapl.org. Thank you very much for being with us for today's edition of 3 News Daily. Remember, you can catch this live on your TVs at 122 and 152 Monday through Friday. Whether you're watching on WKYC+, YouTube, Instagram, or listening on your favorite podcast platform, we appreciate you. Enjoy that beautiful weather. We'll see you back here tomorrow with more of your top stories from around Northeast Ohio.